your life will never be the same. We, we're going to use God's word and apply it to our everyday living. As you know, we've been dealing with uh, um, stewardship. Someone say stewardship. Stewardship, using what God has given us and using it in the correct way according to his word. Applying it to our lives that will never, ever be the same. In fact, we're moving to the area of increase. Someone say increase. We're moving to the area of increase with joy, peace, happiness, victory, financial blessing, breakthrough, family members coming together, everyone loving each other. Amen, somebody. Did you look at someone today and say, I love you with the love of the Lord? All right, come on, show all three teeth and show somebody. Say, I love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. Somebody give me some rope just for a moment. Somebody give me some rope. I want to show you something real fast. Listen, listen, we, we can fight against God's word, but we'll never win. Amen, somebody? We can fight against his principles, his keys, his ways, but we would never, ever win. But if we flow with God and work with God and allow God to work inside of us, we will have the victory in every area of our life. Amen, somebody? I'm talking about your, your, the, your body will be healed, your mind be healed, your family be healed. There'll be blessings. You, you move into the area of overflow. Anybody want to move into the area of overflow? Amen. What we do oftentimes in life, can I get someone up here real fast? Come on, come on, somebody. They got a little few muscles. Anybody got any muscles? Come on up here. Come on, brother. <laughs> Not too many. Don't pull too hard. But listen, well, I'm going to show you something. I want to show you something. What happens in life, what happens in life all the time is, you know, we'll read God's word and we'll say, okay, I love God. And I love his word and his word is active and his, his word works. But oftentimes in life, what we do is we, we look at it and say, okay, I read God's word, but does it really apply to me? Does it really apply to me when he says, I can live in the overflow, I can walk in the overflow, and I can walk in, in God's words to the point that it really, really happens to me. And let me put it like this. Say you ever been sick and you say, okay, I'm going to claim God's word on me and say I'm healed by his stripes. So what it is, what we have to do is be, begin to live and believe his word actually works. If I, if I read this where it says, by his stripes I am healed, then I'm going I'm to really have in my mind and my spirit say, okay, I believe his word works. But what happens in lifetime, we'll, we'll come here, we'll get to understand his word, but when we go out there, it's like it's a whole different battle. But no, it's not. It, it's really, you take what you learn in God's word and you apply it out there in the street, in your neighborhood, in your family. And, and, and look, look at this. So we'll say that, that dude, he's, he's God, and, and I, I'm living my life. And, and what happens is, sometimes I read it, and I don't want to trust his word to the point because it seems like the enemy is winning. So what I do, I'll, I'll pull against God. But, but how many know that God is stronger than us? All right, I mean, I, I, I'll pull against God like, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust what his word says. But what I want you to think about, and I really want you to get into as we go through these next several weeks about stewardship, is really begin to trust and believe his word. Not, not pull against God, not fight God, because what happens sometimes in life, what, what our faith wavers at is, because we'll look at it and say, my life is not lined up or doing what his word says. In other words, if he said, I'm blessed coming in and going out, but I look at my bills like, no, I'm not that blessed. No, 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 I want you to really begin to believe his word, work his word into your life, trust what he is doing. Even if you don't see if your natural eye, really, really begin to believe God that his, God, his word is working. Amen, somebody? Amen. So, so in this series, hold on with two hands, brother. I don't want you to pull against God or fight against God. I want you to say, okay, God, I'm going to join you. And this life here that I'm living, and I, I want to be in control by your word. Amen, somebody? I, I want to be in control by your word because I know your word works. Anybody believe that God's words works? Because some, sometimes in life, we, we have so much anger inside of us for, for my past. Amen, somebody? So because of that, it's hard for us to trust people. Because we been, may have been hurt or we went through some issues or, or, or family members that we love, they betrayed us or we went through some issues, some things. And like it's hard for us to trust people and God. Do you realize that God can work through people yeah. to bless you? Yeah. It might be the very one that's sitting beside you or the one behind you. You say, you know what, I, I'm just, I've been asking God to use me as a tool. And, and that's the very one you cuss out. Mm -hmm. Amen, somebody? That's the very one you've been talking about. And, and, and God, you know, God's been dealing with that person to, to bless you in your life. So what happened when you get cussed out like, man, I don't, I don't do that. They just cussed me out and did something bad. But, but, but I want you to restart. Someone say restart my life. All right, so we're going to move in God's word. We're going to take his word, literally take his word, apply his word. So, so all of you who have that anger inside of you that you begin to release it. Yes. All right, come on, somebody take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath in. All right, go ahead, Exhale. All right, so now, now you, you, you're comfortable. Now I want you to really take his word and say, okay, I'm going to trust God's word. Even if you've been hurt before. Yes, 
Amen, somebody. Even if you went through some issues and pain in your life, God, he's a restorer of those who've been hurt. Amen. When you take opportunity, read Psalms 23. Read, read Psalms 23. Uh, when you get an opportunity, when you're at home all by yourself, you say, okay, God, I'm going to literally use your word in my life, and I will not pull against you, but I will begin to walk with you. Now, watch this. Now, oftentimes in relationships, the reason why relationships go sour, because we're going against each other. So you might have one way the relationship would mean to you, and they have a different relationship, what it means to them, and we're pulling against each other, but yet we love each other. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah. All right, we, we, we hate each other, but we love each other at the same time. And all God is saying, if both of you use my word, life will be much, much better. Yeah. Now, who wants to walk in the overflow? Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I got about three people that want to walk in the overflow. <laughs> All right, all right, come on, come on. I want you to literally use God's word. I'm going to show you. We started out last week. I literally showed you how to do an increase in your life as far as your finances. And what I want to move forward in is begin to move forward in not just your finances, but everything that you do. Now, I want you to think about something as I go into this. Everyone here has some type of gift or talent. When God made you, he made you with, and some of you have multiple, some, all of you have a gift or a talent that God has anointed you with, but oftentimes we don't use that anointing because we feel like inferior or we feel like, you know, I don't know if I want to move in that area because, someone say because. because. Fear is number one. Number two is slowfulness. Number three is you don't care about other folks. So, so we're going we to re-get all that crazy stuff off of us and begin to use God's word. So I need you to look at someone and say, you know what, I'm highly blessed. Now look at someone and say, don't mess with me because I'm the very person who's, who can change your life. If you believe that, give God some praise. What happens, in, now watch this, watch this. What happens in life sometimes, we feel like, man, you don't know me because I ain't got no money in the bank. I don't have this, I don't have that. No, 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 no. God, he can restart everything and redo everything. Amen? I guarantee you if, you, if you begin to apply God's word, you will have more than you ever had in your life. I'm talking about spiritually and mentally and physically. I, I'm, I'm really saying that God will use you. Where's my pantry people? Just for a moment. Where, where are you? If you just stand up real, people who work on the pantry team. Highly anointed individuals. Amen, somebody? Yeah. All right. I know that's right. Please look at these individuals, because these individuals will literally change your life if you allow that. Amen, somebody? Aren't you highly blessed and highly favored? Some kind of like, I don't know, Pastor. All right, hold on, hold on. God, you're going you're gonna to use God's word. Here's an individual who said, you know, I volunteer to help change someone's life. Do you realize when you move in that area, God says, you are chosen? Oh, man. You, have a seat, have a seat. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where, where's my, uh, uh, where's all the brothers at? Just for a moment. Please stand up just for a moment. Just for a moment. All the brothers in the house, if you just stand. I'm not going to call you out, but if you just stand up, because I want to see all the, I want everyone to see your anointed self. Give the hands to a brother. Come on, come on. Brother, brothers, I, I, I want to show you something here, and I want you to really get this and understand this. Watch this. We, all the brothers we met last week, and we decided we will, we will begin the process of learning how to invest. Amen. Invest in the kingdom and invest in your, your personal self and invest into your family financially. Amen, Amen somebody. Financially. Amen. So as we go through the months, you know, it starts with the, with the basic principles of understanding, and then we move forward. You realize we have people here who's been anointed by God dealing with finances that's going to help us. Yes. And as someone says, it's in the house. It's in the house. So whatever your finances might be right now, if you hang with us and work with us as we go through the following months, you will have triple, double, if not more, than what you ever had in your life. Why? Because we're using God's principles and his word. Amen, somebody? Have a seat. Give the brothers another hand just for a moment. Where's the sisters at? Sisters, stand up just for a moment. It, this, this is not aerobics, but we're going you know, to get that rust off your knees just for a moment. <laughs> sisters, make some noise just for a moment. All right, so what we're doing every month, what we're doing, look, look at all these anointed sisters in the house. What we're doing every month, all the sisters, they're getting together, we, we're coming together, all the sisters, and they're sharing God's word with each other and helping each other that you will overcome and be who God wants you to be. 
Amen, somebody? Amen. Because what, what, what I see now when looking in the spiritual realm and looking in the future, that all these individuals are so blessed that they will literally, who the people that they touch, they will literally change their life. Amen, somebody? Now, some of you are thinking, no, no, not me. Oh, yeah, you are the chosen ones. Amen. So you, should, you need to make a little noise just for a moment. Have a seat, have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. Where the children at? Any children in the house? <laughs> sister, sister Denise way in the back, she says she's a child. I get that. I'm young too. I'm a child too. <laughs> all right, now watch. God's going to use all, even the young people, the children as well. Amen, somebody. God's going to use them to show us the way. Even talk about it in the Bible. Uh, we be like a child. Amen. In other words, it's kind of like, see, a child, they, they kind of like, you know, they, they're easy to forgive other folks. Amen, somebody. They're they willing to help other folks. They don't care what color or shape you are, whatever. They're willing to help. But us grown-ups, a lot of times, we like to be grudgy. You know, we, we keep that grudge and that, that, that stuff, stuff that happened 10, 20 years ago. We still got in this. But children have the ability to kind of like, okay, I, I forgive and I, let's go play. Let's go play. Amen. Give the children a hand just for a moment. All right, all right. Now watch this. Now watch this. Go, go to Second Corinthians real fast. Go to Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Precept. Understanding God's keys, his principles, and don't fight against God. I'm asking that you will try God. Amen. Try him to the fullest. Try him to the fullest to the point that you literally take his word and you apply it to everyday living and you begin to see the difference. I asked everyone last week in your own personal family, say, so get together with your own personal family, sit down and talk to your family, and say, you know what, we're going to make some changes in our life. We're going to trust God, believe God's word, and apply his word to our everyday living. So that means we're going, we're going to really begin to love each other. Someone say love. love. And oftentimes that's a foreign word or a strange word to a lot of us because we don't know how to accept love when it really comes. The Bible says in St. John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world. In other words, he put us all together. All of our mess-ups and all our craziness and everything, he said he still loves us. Amen? Isn't that deep? Isn't that deep? So, so here it is. We're going to start moving that direction that we begin to act just like God to the point that we begin to love people that we hate. Ooh, someone says time to grow. <laughs> really begin to love people that we should love them. And I'm talking about to the point that we forgive. Oh, Lord, Jesus. That's a, that's a, that's a big word, isn't it? Come on, somebody. <laughs> say it with me. If, if you want to really get some changes, like say, I forgive. I forgive. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. So, God, so God, help me, help me to, forgive. to forgive. Give God some praise. Just for a moment. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I know it's tough. I know it's tough. But watch this. I want you to look at something. 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. It begins the process of really changing our financial status. It also deals with how to increase and begin to bless others around you. Yeah. Folks you know, folks you don't know, and when you allow God to use you as a tool, you begin to change not only yourself, but you begin to change others around you. Yeah. And then that's where you can look at it and say, you know, there's growth in my life. I have accepted Jesus as my personal savior. Now I'm conforming to God's word, and I'm going to live according to his word, and my life begin to change. Hold this, hold this. Go to Romans 12 just for a moment. We've read this scripture, but I really want you to see this and get this and understand this and apply this that, that you'll never ever be the same. Romans 12. Romans 12. And, and what happens in life when we begin to move in God's word and, and, and we begin to, and I've done it so many times, but I ask God to change me and wash me and purify me. Because when we move into that road of recovery or that road of success, the devil always tries to bring up our past. Amen, somebody? He tries to bring up our past failures and our past doubts and everything like that. And, and the devil begins to talk to you, say, you still the same. Someone say, no, I'm not. So Romans 12, verse 1, it says this. He said, I beseech you, or I beg you, my brethren, therefore, uh, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. In other words, in other words put it like, think about this. God said, I want all of you. I want all of you that I can work through you and begin to change not only you, but everybody around you. So he says here, unto God, which is your reasonable service, or he said all the believers in the house, he said, God, he said, trust God, trust his word, and watch God change 
all your negatives and all your wrongs and all your stumbling blocks and all your hindrance, God said, I will change that if you allow me in. In other words, God said, I'm knocking at your door. Allow me to come in. Again, what happens in times that we look at our past and we put up these guards and God said, allow me to come in. Do I have an amen, somebody? All right. So so it's kind of like he said, "Okay, now, now just surrender all to me. Surrender me your pain, surrender your hurt, your situation, everything that you're going through, the people that you love and they're not loving you back. He said, surrender them all to me. He said, then allow me to work through you. Growing up an individual, you know, you could be had so much anger in your life. And God said, let me take it. He said, cast your cares upon me for I love you. In other words, he said, no, whatever you're going through, he said, give it to him. And the only way you can give it to him is you surrender to God. Amen. Oftentimes in life, we, we, we fight against what's going through our mind because uh, it hurts us, so we rehearse that over and over. Over and over, we rehearse the pain, the suffering, the hurt, the, the, the negativity, the, the neglect. We rehearse that, and God said, erase that and allow me to come in and give you a whole different attitude. Amen, somebody? So he says it in, verse, in, verse, uh, in Romans verse 2. He says, Romans 12, verse 2, he said, now, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. Lord, change your thinking. He said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, he said, it's time to change. It's time to change to the point that you think different and live different. The only way I can do differently is when I think differently. Amen, somebody? He said that you may prove that that is good and acceptable. And watch this, perfect, perfect, perfect will of God. In other words, it's time to mature in his word. All right, somebody? It's time to literally take his word, understand his word, and then apply it. Someone say apply it. In other words, you're walking apply now. You're, you're taking his word literally and say, I'm going to apply it to my everyday living. Now let's go to 2 Corinthians 9 real fast. Now, I'm going to read you the Amplified Version because I want you to really get this. And, and, and when I read the Amplified Version, it helped me to understand his word. He says here, and, and, and I'm sure you may have King James Version, different versions, but I really want you to hear the Amplified Version Uh, 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6 through 15. Now, this is very powerful because when I begin to understand this and read this, it literally changed my status of my finances, my mindset, and my whole outlook on people and helping people. He says here, he said, now, Paul is writing, he said, now remember this, remember this. He who sows sparingly shall also reap sparingly. He said, whatever you put out, you're going to get back. He said, and he who sows generously, that blessing may come to others. Will also reap generously and be blessed. Now watch, this word, this key word, blessed, means to be empowered. You, you want to be empowered to move better. You, you want to be empowered to go to a different level. You want to be empowered to go from sick to healing. You, you want to be empowered to go from pain and suffering to I'm joy and happy. Amen, somebody? Anybody here who wants to start a business? Or you have a business that haven't really took off. Anybody in the house like that? All right, so no. Well, you learn these principles and apply these principles. Watch it take off. Now watch this. You have to apply his word. Not, not, not 20%, not 30%, but whole. Amen, somebody? Now, I'm not losing it because some of you are like, oh, no. And I talking about giving and coming back. Now, that's when we lose a lot of people. But I want you to hold on to this because it's more than just giving. Amen. It's a whole attitude in the heart. I trust God. I believe God with his word. Say, okay, so you have to get to that point. Now watch this. Who wants more? Who wants, I got about three amens on that. Who wants more? Who wants more love? Who wants more peace? Who wants more finances? Who, who wants more than what it is? I, I'm telling you, sometimes sometime in life you say, I, I'll be thinking in my mind, man, life has to be better than this. You know, when you're going through something or issues are happening, you say, man, life is better than this. All right, someone say, hold on. He says here, he said, he said, uh, uh, if um, it said, let everyone give thoughtfully and with purpose. Mm-hmm. That's key. Whenever you give, you should be thinking, you know, why am I giving? Let me, why am I giving? What, what is the purpose of me giving? Watch this. Not just giving, but, you know, what is my purpose? I give for my family. I give to make a difference in the community. I give the change all of my, my family members. You, you get that? Now watch this. I, I give my time. I give my money. I give my, I give my heart. You know, two people in a relationship, do you, do you give thoughtfully before you give to that other person you say you love? Wow, that's deep. Hold on, watch this. He says, 
And God shall be able to make all grace, every favor, and earth blessings come in abundance to you. Now watch this. So that ye may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything. Wow. In other words, he said, now when you give according to the word, he said, you will always have more than enough. He said, you will move into the area that when there's need, God will always supply it. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Now, if, if you in need, I, 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 man, I'd be jumping up and screaming like, okay, now I know how to do it. He said, now when you give, he said, I will always have an area or someone that I work through to make sure that you will always have sufficient. Oh. In other words, God said, I'll move all three heavens on your behalf when you do it his way. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. watch this. Because some of us even move to the area of love. You know, we're searching in all places, but you're not giving the love correctly. There's no thought. Because you're thinking about the past. Mom wasn't in my life. Dad wasn't in my life, so I don't have, understand how to love. Oh, wait a minute. Just keep staying with us, and we'll start understanding how to love. Now, watch this. He says, and he said, now he had provided seed for the sore, and bread for the food will provide, and multiply your seed for sowing. He said in his word, he said, now, I will multiply your seed for your sowing. In other words, he said, when you give, God said, I will multiply it back to you. Yes. Okay, you give your time. So God, he, he said, I will multiply your days on the earth when you give your time. Yes. You see what I'm saying? He said, now, the more that you give, he said, I will always, God's word, now you have to take his word. He said, I will always multiply what you give. In other words, he said, what you give, you're not losing out. You're adding to what you have given. Oh, come on, somebody. Some of you are so mean and so grudgy, you don't never give out love, so love never comes back. Do I have a witness, somebody? But when you start giving out that love, you say, man, people love me. All the time in life, we've always given that negative and pain and hurt, so guess what comes back? Pain, hatred, negativity. You see what I'm saying? So somebody say, now, nah, wake up. I need to start changing the way I give and what I give. Oh. So some of you, you know, those of you who gossip on the phone, you gossiping about everybody, guess what's coming back to you? <laughs> okay. So, so, so that's, that, that's that seed that you're planting. So whatever you plant, he said, that's the harvest that you get. Amen, somebody? Whatever you plant as a farmer, he said, that's the harvest that you get. It wouldn't be kind of crazy if a farmer, he, he's planting uh, corn seed, he plants the corn seed, but when he looks out there, there's some greens coming up. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Cucumbers. You're planting cucumbers. You're expecting cucumbers to come up, but you get some turnip greens. Isn't that how we act God's word? We plant something wrong and messed up and pain and huffing and, and suffering, but we expect all the blessings to come back. It's not going to happen. See, we can fight against God's word or we can apply to his word and it will work. Amen, somebody? All right, all right. Hopefully, hopefully you're getting to the point. You're like, okay, man, I need to make some adjustments in my life here. Now, well, hold on, watch this. He says, he said in verse 10, now he provides seed for the sower, and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing. That is your resources. In other words, that God is your resource. And the increase of the harvest of your righteousness, oh, it even affects my righteousness. When I'm giving correctly, it affects my right standing with God and how I live with my peace, joy, and happiness. He says here, he said, you will be enriched in every way so that ye may be, me may be generous and thus generosity administrated through us is producing thanksgiving to God from those who benefit. In other words, when I begin to help people with my time, my money, my substance, my love, he said, he said, it's coming back so awesomely that even God is happy when you give. He said, now because of that, I will bless you even more. Whoa. Whoa. You mean when I give the way God tells me to give, he changes my whole attitude? Yes. Come on, you ever bless somebody that, you know, they weren't even expecting you helped them, and man, there's like something on the inside like, man, I feel good. Do I have a witness, somebody? Amen. You know, you, you follow, and that was God that was unctioning you. That was God was working with your spirit and your mind. He said, now bless that person with something, whatever it might have been, time, money, substance, whatever it is, and after you gave it to them, you changed their life, and you're like, man, I feel good. 
Even to when some of y'all start singing, whatever your song was, and you're like, man, I feel good. You know what I'm saying? So watch this, watch this. So someone say his word works. He said, he said but, but also overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving to God. In other words, he said, when you give, it's actually you ministering to God. Wow, what a way to minister to God through your giving, your time, your patience, your love, your, your, your substance, whatever it is. And he said, now when you do that, you're ministering to God. He said, and they also long for you while they pray on behalf because of your surpasses measures of God's grace. His undeserved favor, mercy, and blessing is which revealed in you. Now, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift, which is precious beyond words. He said, in other words, when you begin to give and touch people's lives, you're going to get such an awesome blessing back in return. It's going to be hard to describe. Ain't that good? Amen. Now go to Matthew's 25. Matthew's 25. Matthew's 25. Matthew's 25 is pretty awesome because it talks about, it talks about the future, the, the present, and it also talks about uh, the past. So it talks about the past, the present, and the future. What's going to happen? What's going to take place? In the beginning of, uh, of the chapter of, verse, of Matthew 25, he talks about the ten virgins. He said there's five foolish and there's five wise. All right? And, and you, how do you, you, you take that and you, you want to apply it to today's time. He said, now, now is the time to prepare. Now is the time to prepare your life for the blessings. Now is time to prepare your life to change others that's around you. He said, and he's going to use it through his anointing in your life. In other words, he's saying, uh, everyone here, you are highly anointed to do God's will. But you can fight against God with anger and strife and slowfulness, or you can move into his word. Amen. Tell somebody, say, I'm about to bless you. Now, some of you getting scared when you, you know, when you do it. Oh, Lord, Pastor. Oh, Lord. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, I want, I want to move to the point of, of verse 14. Verse 14. Verse 14, it talks about these talents. Starts off, he says, now, there, there was this individual who had, who had these workers or these servants. He said, now, I'm going to leave for a period of time, but I'm going to bless you with my substance or with my goods my finances for you to be active while I'm gone. Yeah. Kind of sound familiar? Jesus Christ, he came to the earth. He died on the cross for all of our sins. He said, I just don't want you to wait. He said, I want you to be active while you're here before I come back. Yeah. And, and guess what, children of God? He's coming back. Yeah. All right? So, so, so the thing we need to think about, okay, what should I be doing in this period of time before he comes back. The gift and talent that God has given me, am I actually using it or am I hiding it or I'm not even using it at all? God said, I need you to use it. And, and the stoppers of not using the talent and gift that God has given you is fear and anger. Oh, fear and anger will stop you from using the talents and gifts that God has given you. And the crazy thing about it, there's always individuals that try to come into your life to stop you from doing what you're supposed to do because they're not doing it. Do I have a witness, somebody? Woo! Someone say, I got to grow from this thing. All right, verse 14. Are you there? Verse 14. Verse 14. Matthew's 25. Verse 14. Somebody's going to take off because you're literally going to begin to use God's word. I'm saying you're going to use God's word and you're going to change your own family. Because what's going to happen, you know, because uh, they're going to see the reaction of you. And then other, and the family, other family members say, man, I want what you have, and I'm going to move what you're doing, because our whole family is going to be blessed. Amen, somebody? Oh, man. I'm talking about, you're going to start loving each other more than you ever loved before. You're going to start dropping all those bad habits that you had. All the negativity going to move them out the way. And, and you're going to go home. You're literally going to go home and say, we're going to sweep this whole house out of all negativity and all pain and all hurt. And we're going to start all over again. And we are highly blessed and highly favored. Amen. Now watch this. He says, he says in verse 14, he said, for the kingdom of God is just like this. It's a man traveling into a far country who, who called his own servants, in other words, his own people. And is, is there any child of God in the house here today? Yeah. All right, so he said, God is saying, I'm calling you. Now watch this, watch this. 
He said, and deliver unto them his goods. In other words, God's going to give you who you already given you or equipped you for the blessings that change people's lives. Now, the question we have to look at is, am I going to use it? Or will I allow anger and fear stop me from using it? Oh, watch, watch this. He said, verse 15. He said, to one he gave five talents, and to the other two. And to another one, to every man according to another one, one, and to, uh, and, and to every man according to his several ability. Wow. And straightway took his journey. In other words, this man, he said, okay, called all his workers together. He said, listen, I'm going to bless you. One five, one two, and one one. According to their ability, according to their gift, according to their talent, according to their skill, according to what he had got has placed inside him. He said, I'm going to give you, and that's not downplaying anyone. He said, but I'm going to give it to you differently. So in other words, God gives us different gifts for his kingdom to build it. And, and watch this. Your gift that he has given you can change literally this city, change this church, change your family, change the community. And what the devil tries to do, he tries to stop you from doing what you're doing with fear and anger. Wow. I'm going to say no more. No more. You know how some things, again, you know, things can happen in our life and we can build up to such as anger. Anger to the point that we stop doing what God told us to do. Or, or you stop doing your road to success because of either fear, pain, suffering, hurt, or anger. Wow. Probably everyone here, at least one time, probably a lot more, but at least one time or another, we got so mad that we didn't want to do nothing. But yet God was still calling us. Amen. You know, you know if we felt like a lot of us, we've been dealt the bad hand. You know, I, 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 it seemed like everybody getting blessed but me, so I'm just mad. Someone say it was just a test. <laughs> Watch this. He says in verse 16, then he had that had received the five talents went and traded. And he began to work, use that gift and use that talent. With the same and made them other five talents. He used the gift that God has given, used the talents that God has given him. And he began to produce even five more. In other words, these talents, it could be, it was like, it was, in that time, it was like money or, or a value or something or weight or something. He said, I've given you this. Now, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Oh. Those of you in the pantry department, you know, God has said he made an opportunity for your anointing to take place. Yeah. Are you just passing out food or are you changing lives? Yeah. 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 Wow. So that means, watch this, watch this, those of you in the pantry department, you can't come up missing in action because, watch this, if, if I was in need of food and I came on a day that they distribute few, but you refused to come, we can't pass out the food. So I thought all night that I'm going to get some food because you didn't make it, I don't get any food. Do I have a witness somebody? Oh. Mm. We have another area talking about moms helping moms. Thank you. <laughs> moms helping moms. Are, are you here? Where's the moms helping moms? Who, who, who's over that? Who, who's over the moms helping moms? Uh, way in the back, two in the back. Come on, stand up for a moment. Moms helping moms. They got children in their hand. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Somebody give them a hand for a moment. <laughs> now watch this. My children are a little older now. I can't hold them in my arms like that. But here, watch this. Watch this. If, if I'm an individual, let it, be a, let it be a father or a mother, and I'm having issues with my children, or, or not even my children, but just issues with life that I can't take care of my children, and I'm depending on these moms helping moms to, to set something up or build something up to help me in the process, and, and they come up missing an action, man, that makes me defeated. Oh, you get this thing? That, that hurts me because I'm thinking, okay, they said they're going to have it set up on a certain day and do certain things to help me in the process to overcome the issues that I'm having with my children, with life itself. So I'm, I'm expecting them to help me in that process, and they come and miss it up in action. I'm like, I'm defeated. Wow. Am I putting some, some, uh, some responsibility on you? Yes. Because God has anointed you for that area, and if you don't do what God tells you to do, now you're hurting not even yourself, but everyone around you or those who have children and need help. Oh, are you looking at it differently? You, you get what I'm saying? So, so if God has anointed you with his gifts and talents, he said, I need you to use those gifts and talents before I come back. 
Come on, you ever pray something and say, God, I need help in this area. And it seemed like that answer didn't come because, probably because someone had fear in their life or anger in their life and they refused to do what they're supposed to do. It's not that God didn't answer. God answered the prayer through his people, but a lot of it because of fear and anger, we don't do what we're supposed to do. Oh, wow. Now watch this. Watch this. And this is crazy, but it happens. Say, for instance, I have an ought or issue. But yet I'm over something where God anointed me to be over. And God has anointed me to do it with all my skills and all my talents. And because something didn't go my way, but it was God's word, I got angry. So I sat on it. And not just me, I had to get somebody else involved. Come on, dude. And he was anointed to do something else in a different area, but because I, I influenced him to the point not to do what he's supposed to do, now he's not doing his job in the kingdom, and I'm not doing my job in the kingdom. And what does it do? It hurts my family. It hurts my neighborhood. It hurts my community. Now our whole community is, is stagnant because we refuse to do what we're supposed to do because of fear and anger. Come on, say this thing with me. We got, we got stubborn. We got mad. Now, what does God do with all that? I refuse to do what I'm supposed to do. He refuses what he ought supposed to do. And it seems like we affect our family, our children. You have any children? <laughs> Said that quick then. Because <laughs> watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm going I'm to I'm formulate my own little home just for a moment. He, okay, I'm the dad. He's my child. Come on, go, grab, grab your chair real quick. Come on, come on, come on, dude. He, he, he's my child. Now watch this. Uh, uh, get, get your chair over there right there in the center. All right, now so something happened to me. And, and we'll say I, I'm over the pantry department. Go ahead and get your, get your chair right there, right there, right there. Yep, you, you, that's my family. Go ahead and sit right there. Now something happened to me. Whether it be through people or situations in the lifestyle, job, you know, church, whatever it might be, something affected me. So now I'm mad because it didn't go my way. But yet it said in God's word I, the way I'm supposed to go. So now it affected me and I said, I'm not going to do it anymore. I refuse to do it. I'm using my, my gifts, my talents. I'm supposed to be using it to change people's lives, influencing people to use God's word. But I said, no, not today, not today, not this week. I'm going to take a vacation. Forget about God. Forget about his word. Forget everything that God put inside me. And I'm affected now. Yeah. Almost like that, that uh, virus, huh? So, so now I'm affected and I'm going to go home. Hey, love my family. Woo, love my family. And because I'm not doing, we ain't going to go either and do it. We're going to stay home. We're going to stay home. We're going to stay home. Plus, we passing out food. Uh-uh, not today. <laughs> I know we're supposed to be passing out food. But I've been hurt. And watch this. We're going to try to fake it out a little bit. Instead of us going, we're just going to pray at home. Come on, let's pray, y'all. The Lord is good. <laughs> Do I have a witness somebody? Because I'm affected now, I have affected my children. Affected my children. Because, you know, here's, my, here's, here's my, my youth leaders. But now, since I'm not doing it now, I'm not going out, affected my, 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 my children who affected your children. Ooh. Because now that's not, not flowing, they're not flowing in God's. You get that? They're not flowing in God's word. So now it's affecting your children, and you didn't even know. Ooh, see how the devil does? You didn't even know. Because here's, here's, my, here's my, my teaching department for, for the children department, and, and, and because I affected them, affecting your children, and you're wondering why at home, why is my acting like that? Because I, 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 didn't, I, didn't want, I didn't want to accept God's word and flow in God's word. Now it affected me, I affected them, and they affected your children. Oh, because of, of fear, because of anger. Wow. Now, now it affected your children. Now your children has affected your household. They stop bringing in stuff and doing stuff in your home like, man, where did that come from? Wow. Oh. Now watch this. This has happened a lot of times. I come to the altar and I get saved. I've made a new outcome, new change in my life, but I never went back to my children and affected them. 
Now they're going through the issues and whatever because they're watching me. And they're kind of like, well, you know, Dad, he's kind of sometime. You know, he kinda, you know he's, he's with God sometimes. He's not. We get that thing. You know, we, we, he's flowing with God. We're flowing out. And they're like, we're confused. Like, I don't know how to take that. I guess we just keep doing what we I guess we get to keep living the way we're living. And, and the way we're living is not producing the way God told us to produce. Wow. I'm always to the point now, how are we going to pay that bill? But if I use God's word, my children will actually see how we're going to pay that bill. We're going to use God's talents, his gift that he put inside of us. We're going to work that. Someone say work that thing. I, because of me, my anger and my, my, and my fear, I had affected not only them, but your children. Now we all messed up. And we're trying to discover why is life like this? Ugh. Uh, wow. How many times have we said something to someone about someone? And then when we got the right understanding, we never went back to correct what we said to someone that we, that negativity. Amen, somebody? Come on, have a seat, have a seat. Watch this. We almost done. We almost done. We almost done. Watch this. We almost done. You can leave that right there, man. I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Look at verse 17. Look at verse 17. And likewise, likewise, he that had received two, he also gained another two. Someone say, work your gift. Now, one he gave five, the other one he gave two. And the one that he gave five, getting in return, gave five back. The one he gave two, in return, he gave two back. Let's go check someone else out here. This is so awesome because it affects us all. It affects us all. So what you do, does it matter? Yes. It matters to the one sitting next to you, one in front of you, the one behind you. It affects your family. It affects your church. It affects your community. It affects everything about us because, watch this, when you do wrong, it's not just you. It affects God's kingdom. Oh, do I believe and trust God, his word? Yes. Yes, allow God to work. And I, I, I pray that while, while I'm ministering this, that you're asking God, God, work on me. Come on, God, work on me. Work on me because I'm better than this. Work on me, God, because I'm more than this. Work on me, God. All my, all my hang-ups and everything, God, I surrender. I need help in this area. So, God, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, God. Help me to get through this thing. Help me to work through this, this pain, this suffering, this, this fear, this anger. Help me, God, to work through it. I can't do it myself. Wow. What's awesome about God, what he does, what he does. Come on, dude, come on back here real quick. What God does, he'll take the experience of what you went through to help me, to let me know that I'm not by myself. See, he went through some issues in life. Now, I'm going through it. So because God has anointed him and he's going to use his talents, now he can coach me. He can work with me and let me understand that I am not alone. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes in life, when we're going through things, we figure that we're all alone. It's just my family being affected. It's just my, 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 myself that's being hurt and pain and suffering. I'm the only one going through it. God said, you're not alone. Because of the anointing that's on him, now he begins to minister to me. He begins to help me. Because when you're going through something, man, you need somebody to coach you and help you and mentor you and take you through. Someone say, take me through. And don't drop me by the wayside. Help me through the whole process. Sometime in life, you know, when we start going good and God is blessing you, we kind of forget where we came from. You know, we forgot, you know, anointing that's inside of you. Now you're too good to talk to me. Forget where you came from. But I know he won't do this. You know what I'm saying? I I know he won't. Because he's anointed by God. The talents and gifts that God has given him. Now he's, 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 see, watch this. When he talks about he, uh, he gave him five and gained five. Well, let's look at it at people. God has given you people in your life. What are you doing with the people that he gave in your life? You get that? Are you transforming them because you're anointing and you're not, you're not allowing fear or anger to stop you anymore? You're changing your heart. You've transformed. Now you say, okay, I will use the gifts and talents that God has given me. I have been forgiven by God. Let me forgive people and let me move forward in his word. And when he does that, God said, I will bless you tremendously. Whoa. Get me out of debt. Get me out of the pain and suffering because I'm doing it God's way. Have a seat. Thank you. Real quick. Let me wrap up. Let me wrap up. Watch this. For some of you, I pray to God that when you take communion today, you say, God, I totally surrender to you. Because it's only you, God, that who can transform me. Hold on, mother. That's okay. We're not, we're not going to take it yet. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Verse 18, real fast. Uh, uh, he said, he said, but he 
that received the one went and digged in the earth, digged in the earth and hid the Lord's money or the Lord's talent or the Lord's gift. He hid it in the earth. Some of you right now, you've been hiding or you've been holding the gift and talent God has given you because of your anger and your fear. And God said, I want to use that. But notice how he labeled this person who just hid it. Watch this. He says in verse, verse 20, so, so he that received the five talents, he said, came and brought unto him five talents. And, 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 and the Lord said, thou deliverest unto me five more talents. Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, well done. Wow. Well done, thou good and faithful what? Servant. Watch this. Watch. Thou has been faithful over a few things. Few things. He said, but watch this. He said, I will make thee ruler over many things. Now, then you got to catch this thing. He said, ruler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not just giving you something. He said, you ruler. Yeah. Because you did what God given you. He said, now, I'm going to make you ruler over, ruler of what, debt? Yeah. Amen. Ah. Amen. Speak to the debt and say, no, debt, you have to leave. Finances and yeah. blessings come into my life. Ruler over sickness. I am healed by his stripes. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm ruling now over my sickness? Yes, indeed. I, I put my sickness into captivity. Oh, you catch that? Now you rule on, on, on the atmosphere of your family. I speak blessings and love in my family. I'm ruler over that. You get what I'm saying? He said, now, I've I given you a few things, and you took care of, you was a good steward of the little things that I've given you. Now, he said, I will make you ruler over many. Who needs an increase? Ah. Even to the point you get ruler over all your negativity, your bad habits. It's because you fulfill the gifts and talent that I told you to do. He said, now you speak it and it shall be. Oh. Oh. That means someone in your family, you need to begin to speak positive and good things in your family. I speak peace and love in my family. I speak healing into my family. I speak unity in my family. I speak prosperity into my family. Are you getting this thing? He said, now, because you've done what God told you to do, you remove the fear, you remove the anger, you move the past hurts, the past pain. He said, I make you ruler over many. He moves on to the one, he said, with the two talents. Watch this. Watch this. Because some of us say, all I got is one talent. That's more than enough. Watch this. He says, he also received two talents, came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. His Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee, here it is again, ruler over many things. Enter to the joy of the Lord. What is the joy of the Lord? His word. Amen. Which is your strength. Watch this. He said, now you're a walking word. <laughs> He said in verse 24, and he that received the one talent, someone say one, one, came and said unto the Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not straw. Verse 25, I was a what? Afraid. See that fear? Ooh. First thing he talked about was anger. He said, I know you're, you're a mad man. I know. He's talking to the Lord. Wow. He said, and fear stopped me from doing what I was doing. Now watch this. He said in verse 25, I was afraid and went and hid thy talent. That talent, that gift that you had given me, I was afraid mm, to use. I was afraid to pray because I think someone might see me and I didn't pray right. I was afraid to allow the anointing God to get inside of me and the Holy Ghost take control and I begin to speak in tongues because I thought someone might tease me. I was afraid to move out of my comfort zone and do what God told me to do, so I didn't do it. I was afraid. I was afraid. What was you been afraid of that God said, I need you to do this, the gifts and talent, but you've been like so afraid to allow God to work through you. Or that anger, that strike, the unforgiveness got inside of you say, no, I won't do it because I'm just too mad. God said, no, 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 shake it off. Allow God to use, use you. Watch this, watch this. Verse 26, and the Lord answered and said unto him, Wow. Notice how he labeled the one who hid the talent, the one who did not use the talent. Now watch this. Here's a good clue, everyone. Catch this. Catch this. If someone has influenced you not to do what you're doing, guess how God labels that person? He said that person is wicked. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You think for a moment, who's been stopping me from using my gift? Who stagnated me by influencing me but not doing what I'm supposed to do in God's house, in God's church, in God's kingdom? Watch it. Who's been this really negatively been stopping me from doing? I know God was speaking to my heart. I know God told me to do this, but I allowed this other person, this third person, to get into my mind, to my spirit, and not do what God told me to do. Woo. Because of that, some of our joy has been snatched away because we didn't do what God told us to do. You see that? You see that? Our finances in our home is not the way it should be because we refuse to do what God told us to do. Oh, watch it. He said, the wicked. Ah. Verse 26, and the Lord said unto him, thou wicked, not just wicked, he said, slowful. Oh, that's a killer, right? Maybe that should be number three, slowfulness. Ah. Slowfulness. Maybe that should be number three, fear. Anger, slowfulness. He said, that's the killer of doing God's work. I'll do it tomorrow. Come on, how many times have we said this before? I'll do God's word tomorrow. God told me to call somebody. I'll catch him later. God told me to pray for somebody. I'll pray for him when I get home. You see this thing? I'll do it later. And that later never comes. Watch this. He says, you wicked, slowful. Servant. Now notice how he says this. Servant. He said, you are. You accepted Jesus Christ, but you're not using the gifts. Wow. You get that? You are a child of God, but you're slowful. He said, you're slowful, you're even wicked. In other words, you're not Christ-centered. You're carnal-minded. You accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, but you're carnal-minded. In other words, you think of more of the world things, how to do things, except but using God's word. He says here, thou wicked and slowful servant, thou knowest that I've reaped where I sow not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money in the exchangers, and then have at my coming should have received my own usury. He said, take therefore the talent from him. In other words, he said, now when, I, when you should have been working and you did not work, he said, you neglect to do what I told you to do. He said, you should have made some type of increase in your life. You know how a lot of, you know, we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, but that's it. Yes. We've never done anything after yes. that. We just said, I'm going to heaven, but not worrying about him. Yes. I'm going to heaven and don't care about nobody else. I'm on my way to heaven, but don't love nobody else. I'm on my way to heaven, but don't care about you. <laughs> With that anointed word away. <laughs> you get that thing? He said, man, the gifts and talents that I gave you was for the kingdom of God, and you never used them. Somebody's going through hell because you never used them. Someone's going without because you never used them. So, no, someone's life didn't turn around because you never used them. You've just been thinking about yourself. Woo. Hold on now. I'm so glad you're here today. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He goes, he goes, he said, now, what do we do? What do we do with this individual who don't use their gifts and talent or the one who stopped other people from using their gifts and talent? He said, what do we do? He says here, verse 24, 28, 28. He said, take therefore the talent from him and give it unto the one which have the ten talents. In other words, he said, now, I'm going to take that gift that you have because you're not using it, and I'm going to give it to someone who wants to use it. Who wants to use God's gifts and talents? Ah, you mean, you mean, Pastor, he can use me of all my craziness? Yes. All you do is give, give your life to him. All my negative God, he can use me? Yes. All my insufficient, he can use me? Yes. All you do is give it to him. Say, God, help me. Help me, help me, God. Help me, help me to recover. Help me to get back on track. Help me to get over this anger. Help me to go, help me to forgive people. Help me to move this grudge out of the way. God, help me to just, just, just remove all the wrongness and negativity in my life. God, help me to overcome that I can begin to use the gifts and talent that you gave me. Help me from stopping being so prideful and so stubborn. God, take it away. Help me, God. Is there anyone in the house that needs prayer this morning? Come on, stand up with me just for a moment. Come on, stand up with me. Ah, stewardship, stewardship, stewardship. Using what God has given us according to his word. Ah, I believe 
I believe starting today that many of you are going to use the gifts and talent that God has given you and begin to use, and begin to change other people's lives. Some of you have the ministration gifts and some of you have the anointing to one-on-one minister and coach and teach people. God has anointed you, but you've been just sitting on it because you've just been prideful or fear may have came in or anger have came in, grudge came in, and you're like, man, I don't want to use it. But God said, come on, use it. Use it. Just the state that you are, God said, use it. I will change you. I will work through you. He said, your righteousness will change when you begin to give you. When you begin to give you to the kingdom, God said, I will use you and change you from, from negative, bad, to good, positive. He said, I'm ready to use you now. The Bible says he's knocking at your door. He's knocking at your heart. He's knocking at your mind. And let me give some of a clue. Let me give some of you a clue. The moment that you begin to change, you are the one who will change your whole family. Your whole family been literally going through hell because of you. Because the gifts and talents that God has placed into you, you have not activated or you have not worked it, and it's been stagnating your family. It's been stagnating your community. It's been stagnating the church. God said, now allow me to come in. See, he's knocking at your heart. He's knocking at your spirit. Don't be labeled anymore as the wicked or the slowful or the angry one or the fearful one. Allow God to make you today. Bow your heads just for a moment. Father, we thank you today for everyone that's here this morning. We thank you for your love, your peace, your joy, your happiness. For God, all of us have messed up. All of us have missed the mark. Help us, God. Restore us. Recover us. That we do your will. Forgive us, God, for being so angry. Forgive us, God, for the wrong things that we said and the wrong things that we've done. Forgive us, God, for not trusting and believing your word. Even though we didn't see it, God, forgive us. Because now we know that your word is true. God, heal our minds and heal our spirit, heal our hearts. Restore us that joy again that we had before. Work through us, God, in Jesus' name. Forgive us. Restore. God, give us understanding to bless our families, to anoint our families, to use our gifts to cultivate and build our families that no longer we be hateful each other and be angry with each other, that we will love each other and do what we're supposed to do. We thank you for increase in prosperity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. Hug somebody and say, I've been changed. Hallelujah. 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 I hope I'm not too late. Lord, give me you. That's it. That's it. to minister to you just for a moment in this song. Give me you. Hallelujah. I hope I'm not too late. Yes, yes. Go ahead, sing that Lord, song. Lord, give me you. Come on, somebody need to worship the Lord just for a moment. Lord, give me you. Give me you, Lord. Give me you. Give me you. Give me you. Lord, give me you. Use me, God. Use me. Surrender to him. Surrender to him. Give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Come on, somebody. Join in with us. Lord, give me you. That's it. That's it. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. 
word minister to you. Let the song minister to you. on things or you've been lacking things or fear or anger has got it. Let today be the change. Sometimes we get comfortable of just doing wrong. Sometimes we get comfortable of not doing fulfilling what God really wants us to do. So let this be the change. We have several several ministries here at Jesus Knowing a Ministry that would help you and equip you in every area of your life. Moms helping moms. Food pantry the brothers, the sisters department, the children's department, the toddler's department. We have areas of this ministry, outreach, that your talent and your gift will change the kingdom. Some of you have gifts in, in design. Some of you have gifts in advertisement. We need those gifts. Some of you can play instruments. We need those gifts. Some of you can pray. We need those gifts. Don't be slowful. Don't be prideful. Just say, God, use me. Use me, use me, use me. We need every, everyone to, to be engaged and help out. You might be the one to say, God, I just need healing right now. Yeah, it's going to work. Because everyone else is active and, and your life will begin to change and begin to grow. We thank God for you. Something we're going to start in the next two weeks. It's not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, we're going to have an impactful Bible understanding of God's Word. To understand how to live solid for God. To how to overcome uh, the issues of life. How to overcome the things that you've been battling how to be solid and, and really learn and believe God's word when you read it. So it's going to be like a 10-week impactful Bible study of how to literally take God's word and then apply it when you go home. Yes, it's going to deal with prayer. It's going to deal with fasting. It's going to deal with spiritual warfare. Yes, it's going to understand, really understand, how do I take this word literally and apply it to every day that I be victorious? It's going to be 10 impactful weeks. You're going to memorize scriptures and apply it to be able to speak that word on a daily basis. Speak it to you. Speak it to your children. Speak it to your family. That really, literally begin to apply. You say, man, now I see results. It's also going to teach you how to forgive. Real powerful. Forgive yourself. Forgive those who hurt you. It's going to, for those who are like, you know what? I need a better relationship with Jesus Christ. We'll understand how to do that as well. 
So, so not this Wednesday. This Wednesday, I'm asking everyone who works in the ministry, any area of the ministry, I need to see you this Wednesday at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. Well, you might be the one to say, you know what? I, I, want, I want to start doing stuff in the ministry. I need to see you then. I really like to get activated in the ministry, one of the areas of the ministry. And I want to understand more what we do and how we do it. Six o'clock this Wednesday. Please be on time. Because I want God to look at Jesus and the ministry and say, that's not a slowful church. That's not a hateful and angry church. It's a loving church. It's a caring church. A church that really wants to help people. So I need to see you at 6 o'clock this Wednesday. Amen? Amen? Amen. Thank you for listening to Jesus Anointed Ministries podcast. Listen every Sunday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to hear a word from God. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Jesus Anointed Ministry, and Twitter at JA Ministry to stay up to date on what we are doing for the community. We would love to meet you in person during our 10 a.m. Sunday morning worship service at 15 15- 041 West Chicago, Detroit, Michigan, 48228. If you would like to donate, visit our website at JesusAnointedMinistry.org or text 313-251-2613. Have a blessed week and know that we are a place of hope.